Christopher, how are we doing, my man? Hello, Christopher. Am I getting the Sunday name? We are back. <laughs> Guys, welcome back to the podcast. Special guest today, top man, the Glasgow PT, a.k.a. Christopher Breezy Bradley, the Bradley Bomb. How are we doing, bud? <laughs> I'm good, mate. How are you? Happy to be here, my man. Fucking love it, mate. Mate, do me a favour, before we even get into the topics... Let the let the audience know for in case there's one or two thief and blind people sitting here who don't know who you are. Um give us a wee quick run through of your mastery skills over the last few years, but especially the last kind of four or five months when you made a massive transition into a new part of your career. Okay, mate. Um thanks for listening, Trips. Uh, I'm sure you're a avid listeners waiting for Big Chrissy Boy's next podcast to come out. <laughs> um so I'm no too dissimilar to Chris. I think he's got a few more, a few more chinks to his armor in, t- in terms of his journey, business-wise. He's done uh, management and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, for me, it's just been. I started as a PT in Pure Gym um, after having a few jobs that I absolutely hated, which I'm sure everybody ends up getting into PT that way, unless you're fortunate enough to get a couple of grand after your mild dad to set a PT course right away. <laughs> um, but I so PT'd for five and a half years in Pure Gym. All of that. You know, probably four years of that was a bit. It was all enjoyable, to be honest. It was all it was all enjoyable, but there was maybe the first three years just flew past me to the point. Eventually, I ended up getting a number of clients, maybe up to I don't know thirty five clients or whatever, um, and then came out the other end, kind of burnt out, tired, questioning it. To be honest, I just I didn't know what lied ahead. I didn't know that you actually were running a business. I went in, was surrounded by a lot of good coaches, Chris included. That's where I kind of met him and befriended him and learned from him. Um, and then all of a sudden, it's like, right, I'm actually running a business here. The, the word business wasn't used that much, to be nah. honest. Um, never mind the word entrepreneur and all that jazz. So it, I think I got to the three-year mark and I was like, right, I actually feel tired. My business was all over the place. I never really had any kind of system or service in place. I was just trading time for money and I enjoyed it. Like I said, it was 10 times better than Ladbrokes, uh, Sainsbury's. It wasn't better than Ayanapa, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but eventually I was just like, right, um, management positions were opening left, right and centre. Pure gyms were opening everywhere. And I was like, right, what will I do here? Well, I just got to get a management position. I've been managers in previous jobs. Um, but realistically, I was just, I, didn't, I never looked at myself in the mirror and went, mate, this is your fault. This is your business that you're meant to be in control of and you're in control of every aspect. So, so I almost took the easy route out, which was management, to be yeah, honest. Now, exactly. Don't get me wrong, it's a good opportunity. But uh, when I consider how different my life could be right now, mate, if I actually got that manager's position, uh, fortunately, I never got it. Uh, so then it forced me to roll my sleeves up and get to work. I invested a couple hundred pound and invested a couple thousand pound and then mate if I'm honest the rest is history yeah um, the pandemic hit 18 months ago or more um in that time I left pure gym went all online was able to take Cheryl on board um and then things just kind of snowballed for there mate we opened the gym uh, and I guess like you might think this is a bit of a negative way to look at it but how can you make so many changes because of a pandemic? And yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing changes I make. But why did it take for a pandemic to happen for me to make those changes? So I, know. I you might think that's a negative way to look at it, but I'm just thinking about it and a, a reminder, a daily reminder to me that you need to make sure that you're always moving forward and, and no getting complacent. And that's 
how can you how can you leave a leave a gym, take on your girlfriend to work for you or with you, and then open up a gym to then now I'm here, which is fortunately enough, my gym's up and running, Cheryl's running that part of the business, a lot of it. I'm still there uh, coaching. But yeah, how can you how can you make that many changes? And the moral of the story is I was playing it safe. I was happy with what I had. Um, I thought it was a big fish, but really it was a wee pond I was in. Uh, and now I'm here for so since March. Um, like Chris, we kinda we've enjoyed helping PTs. Chris helped me as soon as I joined Pure Gym. So you kind of just get conversations with PTs and you actually find that you're actually quite useful at helping them. Um, so last year when the pandemic hit, I opened up a Facebook group to just help PTs that maybe weren't at my level that I could yep. keep calm, reassure and help. And then come March time, it was like, right, okay, well, what else could I do that um, fill a gap in the in the personal training business side of things? Yep. And I thought to myself, right, well, I'd done a course when I was stuck at 3K per month, when I was stuck at 35 clients and I was burnt out. And I really enjoyed it. It took me to the next level. So what if I created that for those people who are in my position right now, who are stuck? So I created a program called The Upgraded Coach. Uh, we launched it. And like everything, mate, it was never perfect to start with. And I know that you'll be speaking to a lot of your mentees about just getting it out there. Um, and I got The Upgraded Coach out there. It wasn't 100%. It never will be. But we got it out there. And it's helped a lot of businesses. It helped a lot of people. Um and now I'm here sitting with you, mate, having bounced ideas off you for the like I think you got you got the inside scoop of the upgraded coach for before it even went anywhere yep. near live. Um and now we're in a position, mate, where we're both off on a service, very similar service, and um changing coaches' lives, which is brilliant, mate. When you consider 18 months ago, I was in pure gym, pure gym. Don't get me wrong, I was in charge of my own diary. I maybe done 20 odd hours and I worked 6 a.m. to 12 in the afternoon. Could take any time off I wanted. But clearly, I was playing small. Um, yep. So now I'm here doing what I'm very, very passionate about, which is helping coaches, mate, to be honest. Can love is it. The shot. Love it, bro. I think what I picked up there, and obviously I know this, but for the listeners, is there's clearly an evolution in your business from a sense of self-employed PT and pure gym, which is cool, by the way, guys. Nobody's pissing on anybody here. We're just talking about levels and experience over time. Like, you kind of just go for pure gym PT one day to owning your gym the next day as you can clearly see but Chris and I have been in the game for years but Chris's business because Chris is on the podcast is is massively evolved from self-employed PT to a real business owner and again no pissing on anybody there's a difference between a self-employed personal trainer and an actual business owner who's got staff members Cheryl PT Robin and all that kind of stuff and then people doing shit for them that he doesn't like to do like people making websites, people making landing pages, people working on these fucking ads. It's got a real business going there. So for me, mate, I think that's what the pandemic did for you was fucking strike a home run in a sense of just got a rock up your ass, mate, and took you to the next level. And it's brilliant. And it's, there's a lesson there as well for the PTs who are in were in your position of the 3K kind of guy before you started learning for, I always say, people who know more about what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So... The reason we can talk about mentorship a lot, mate, before we even get into the whole topic of the podcast today is because we, are, the, the proof is in the pudding. We believe in it so much because be, between me and you, mate, we've probably spent close to 100 grand yep. in the last two, three years. Yep. So that's the proof's in the pudding. There's no us sitting here saying, in fact, this does fucking relate to the podcast, really, because we're going to dive into this later. Yep. We're no spouting shit that we don't actually currently do right now. We both are sitting here. We've got mentors and we believe in them highly. 
again, comes down to values and all that, mate. So, guys, the topic today, well, the fucking podcast is called Are You a Hypocrite? So, take it whatever way you want. If you feel like a victim, you probably are, right? So, if you're listening to this and it fucking gets right in your tits, then I'm talking to you. And Chrissy Boy's talking to you as well. And fucking good. I hope it triggers you. I hope it annoys you. I hope you tell your granny about it when you're eating your stovies. Because we're going to fucking touch some nerves. <laughs> Aren't we, Chrissy Boy? Yeah, mate. Exactly. And if the shoe fits, because what we're saying is we've been there and we've been triggered until we got to yeah. the next level. Then there's always a bit of level above that triggers you. Simple as that. That's that, mate. So let's get into it, Chris. So we're going to talk about a few wee scenarios that link your fat loss clients, coaches, who's listening in, and you going above that. So the things that you tell them and you don't do yourself, mm-hmm. hence being the fucking hypocrite, right? So I'll start off. I did write some of these down because they're too long to remember. So here's one that I've, I'll read it out and then Chrissy Boy can just give whatever he wants back. We've not planned that part, right? I just wrote a couple of wee funny ones that are, that are true. So coach to... I wrote fat baby loss client. I don't know why I wrote fat baby loss client in my notes because there's the fuck out today with fat babies, right? Coach to fat loss client, you need to make sure you're training consistently for results. And then I've got in brackets, coach doesn't do their own business training to improve. Yeah. That makes sense, Chrissy? It makes perfect sense. Uh, I guess the theme is consistency, doing what you're content, you, you say you're consist- consistently doing. And the ironic thing there, mate, is, and I'm sure we'll tie this in with something else, is that they, you don't know that they're not being consistent because yeah. they're accountable to you. So actually like accountability and consistency, consistency, like, consistency can only be managed by someone saying that you're not being consistent, i.e. accountability. Yep. So realistically, as a coach, a personal trainer, you've got to sit there and go, you might be sitting all high and mighty and going, my clients only sticking to their diet. It's like, well, guess what? They actually told you they weren't they? Aye. So they were honest and they were accountable to you. And it's like, not only do you not, watch continuous trainings and continuously self-develop your brain and your business. But who are you accountable to to call you on it? Yep. So you're not consistent either. Like if there's PTs listening, right, directly PTs who are on the gym floor and they can't, like they come and say Chris or me and they say, I just don't know what to post. And you're like, yep. open, open your fucking eyes. Like I could go into any gym in Glasgow in Scotland and come up with 30 con- pieces of content ideas in 30 minutes. Open your yep. eyes. So that's a bit of a sway of the topic, but I like consistency. Like there's no doubt in my mind that if you're consistent with your posting, with your message, yep. your message as a business owner and your ethics and your values, you will get clients. But what happens? You get distracted. You start acting reactively. You wake up and you haven't cleaned your environment. You haven't been aware of what your purpose is. So then you don't post because you start to doubt yourself. You start to compare yourself. So my challenge is to you that how consistent are you being? Who are you accountable to to say, yep, I've been posting or I haven't been posting? Because when someone comes to you and says, look, Chris, I haven't been posting. That's why I've not been getting leads. It's like, cool, right, let's... so. At least you're accountable to someone to fix it. That's it. Um, so, mate, it's the exact same in mirrors between business and uh, PTs. Mate, just a thought when you were talking about the content thing there and you look everywhere, I was on the phone to one of, the, one of my own kind of coaches so I worked maybe a bit longer and he was talking about ideas for posting and I says, listen, mate, I'm going to walk to my window now. I'm going to open my window up. This is a true story, mate, right? 
and I get better. I can find content within two seconds, right? Now, I stay in a wee quiet part of Dunfermline, mate. I opened my window up, and there was a big fat guy cutting grass, right? And I was like, right, mate, there's a fat guy at my window. Cut. This is just like this, cutting grass. I could make content up the new about people caring too much about their grass more than they care about their own bodies. People caring about their gardens more than about themselves. They're worrying about what their neighbours think about their garden. And he's walking about 10 stone overweight. I said, there you go, mate. I just looked at it. was the first thing I could see. And I just, my head just went, boom. Fat guy cutting grass. He should be fucking cutting weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's like, fucking hell, mate. Yeah. That's mad. Yeah. But I mean, that comes with experience, mate. And you actually taught me that, to be fair, mate. I was, I was terrible for content ideas, like, a few years ago. And you went, mate, there's content everywhere you look. You just have to look hard enough and then take notes on yeah. your phone. And ever since that yeah. day, mate, I've just been fucking hell. Yeah. There's content everywhere. Do you know what I mean? It's so yeah. true. And it's especially better everywhere because it's relatable. Because people go, I see that in my local gym. Or I see that everywhere around about me. All you're doing is just telling the story of what's around about people. Like one of the best things that I one of the best posts I ever done that I don't know if it directly got me like four or five clients, but it definitely warmed a lot of female clients up or prospects. I just saw a guy in a, a guy and a girl in the gym training. He was he knew what he was doing, he dragged her along to show her how to train. She didn't even have a clue. She, he was doing deadlifts. She, he was trying to get her to do deadlifts. She never knew what she was doing. He never knew how to coach it. Fuck and he man. actually physically started pushing her back straight oh, instead, of, instead, of, instead of giving her cues how to fix it. And, you know, I put that up and I, I spoke about how, you know, getting professional help because, and I told the story and it was a funny story, but it's like, oh, I see that all the time. Or you might just go, yeah, my girlfriend needs a coach because I take her in there and she it's not it's no fair, uh, right. and vice versa. So open your eyes. Of and I used to get obsessed with this, mate. I used to get to the point where I was kind of fed up PTing clearly because I had other things in my mind that right. I was coaching. And I used to run it. See when I come up with content ideas, I would nip to the toilet and just write them in my notes so that I could make <laughs> sure I did them. And one thing that PTs and coaches, the difference between a really good coach who is going to grow their business and a coach who isn't. The coach actually puts the ideas into practice yep. and, and puts them out there. The other one just thinks about them in the shower and right. then they forget them. Fucking, it's, it's so true, mate. And that's what I learned for you that day. I think we were sitting we were sitting in Glasgow somewhere munching food um, and we were just going on about content, mate. And, I was, and you just gave me that one tip, mate. And it's never left my brain. Now, sometimes yep. somebody tells you something and you just go, I'll never forget that now. Aye, aye. Never forget that. And it's just, it's mad how simple it is as well, bro. Aye. Easy. You know what I mean? So, no excuse. No excuse. Right, mate. Another one here that I didn't like doing. It's like, I heard this somewhere else, mate. I'm not going to make it like I fucking made this up. But coaches who don't have a coach clearly don't believe in coaching. What do you think of yeah. that? Well, I guess this is kind of similar to walking the walk, mate, into it. And uh, maybe, or into it. Yeah. Are we going to? Aye. So, coaches who don't have a coach, right? Straight up, you have to have multiple coaches at some point in your in your business and life, right? 100%. First and foremost, when you first start coaching, PTing, you just finish your course, you get on the gym floor. Now would be a good time to hire a fitness coach. So a coach who is an online coach or whatever, who has got clients similar to where you want to be yep. so that you can learn nutrition principles, you can get be accountable, you can um, learn from someone who's way ahead of you. That's the whole point, right? 100%. Now, there's two sides of the coin, oven. Like, there's there's coaches who actually actively post 
oh, this people are getting business mentors and, right. you know, they can't even train their clients. And it's like, mate, just because you know fucking what slow releasing carbohydrates are, doesn't it mean you say you fucking know how to run a business. Like, and I've had both types of people on sales calls, mate. I've had both of them who are, and again, you're going to push the agenda that you support, aren't you? If you're all about uh, transformations and making your business look shiny online, then you're going to push that. Yep. Whereas if you want a business that lasts and can provide for your family and give you freedom to go on holidays whenever you want, you're going to need business coaching. 100%. So, Oven, let's just, for reiterating purposes, because I'm sure you spoke about this before, and I think you spoke about it on episode one or two. How many different style of coaches have you had? How many have you still got? Fucking hell, mate. I've got like three. For what? For what? All right, sorry. I So I've got Facebook ad coach. So somebody who's just dynamite Facebook ads, like fucking taught me how to do them inside out. And that's been one of the main reasons for the massive growth of my business. Um, I'm, another business coach slash mindset, known for me, well, it was it was originally, the, the, the it's Paul Mort, right? A lot of the stuff was to do with mindset so that I could learn how to teach it back to other people. Yep. I've got a solid mindset, but I don't know what it means and I don't know the models and I don't know why it works. I just know that I've got a solid mindset, but I kind of just say, you need to have a solid mindset because I've got one. Right, so I get taught, but then I get so, I get so enjoyed in Paul's work that I just went and he's elite mastermind and it's heavy business driven, right? Um, then I'm in Jamie, uh, Jamie, Jay Alderton's mad fucking trainer pro thing that I paid the yearly membership for. It's it's made a membership site again. That was for me to learn systems and models that I could teach to brand new PTs because I forgot all that shit. I didn't even learn it in the first place. Yep, I almost went in at a higher level. So I'm like, how do I teach this stuff to PTs who are coming up a wee bit more? I mean, so, and then way back in the day when I'd fit me, I learned how to do uh, email marketing and all that. Um, fuck me, who else have I been with? And I was with Aunt Nick Park, uh, Aunt Park and Nick as well. Which you also was, had Big Andy for your physique. Big Andy also, for my physique. Had you, you trained me back me. in the day as well, mate. Yep. You probably get the, in fact, you got me in the best shape, to be fair. So my point is, every time you've went and hired somebody else, it's because there's a gap 100%. on how to get there faster, right? So when coaches sit there and think that it's just enough, to hire a business mentor, it's probably no. Just to think it's enough to hire somebody for your physique, it's not enough. So when it comes to walking the walk, I think we've got to talk about as well that what is walk the walk? Like, has it been in class, Nick? Has it been? No, because that may not be your walk. No. It's certainly no my walk. Same. So I don't want to be it. So why would I hire somebody to be that walk? And again, we get this perception that personal trainers should be an amazing Nick. So then some are like, well, they shouldn't be fat. And it's like, I'm not saying they should be fat. I'm saying they should walk the walk in the sense of if you're doing a mindset training about fixing your environment and, and you know, forward planning and leading your clients, yep. then you should probably be a leader yourself and you should probably have a solid mindset yourself. That's walk the walk. Yeah. And it's important that you actually have people in your team, the your clients that, are, that want to get to where you are. There's no point in... Um, educating people and training people in a different walk altogether. Nah. So when it comes to should your personal trainer be in shape, they, you know, no, no is the answer. Like, what is in shape? Is it mentally in shape? Because I would much rather somebody who's leading me to be mentally in shape than physically in shape. Hundred percent. No, I'm not saying they're going to be fat. What I'm saying is I'd rather somebody who was a leader who didn't really like weight training was maybe fizzled out for it yep. than somebody who is chiseled in the nines and can't even get understand me or my business. So. You've got to, when you talk about walking the walk, 
you need to look at what you need in your business right now that's going to fill the gap of or the lack of knowledge that you've got. Yep. And most of the time in PT business, it's marketing, sales, leadership, uh, and actually business systems. Yes. That's what you probably need. Because see, when you get that right, you've actually got free time to go and do your sports and play your things. And Because right now, all your effort and energy is going to get in shape and, and your client's service and retention has just gone like that. So... Hi, bro. Just when you were talking, I was thinking back to when you showed me the, the upgraded coach and I noticed that you tackled the mindset part first. Now, that's important because if there's no get that up, if no get up here in the mind, then it's still fucked. So we didn't come on here to talk about the upgraded coach, but talk about that. Why Why did you choose the mindset part first in the upgraded coach? Mate, because I never get taught it at all and I still have any until I had to go and get it. Yeah. So it's no there. It's, no, it's certainly not on a level three course. Um, so the volatilities that comes running a business, mate, like I say, I never knew it was called a business until three years in. Yeah. So I always, like anybody listening to this podcast, me and Oven will take a hat staff to you, especially the younger ones. Yeah. Because don't get me wrong, there's things like this available to you for free. Chris yeah. has got a free Facebook group. I've got a free Facebook group. There's yeah. amazing stuff out there for you, but uh, it, there's still a lot of distractions as well. So when it comes to mindset, mate, I never had any kind of mindset training. Fortunate enough, I surrounded by myself with, there was 20 coaches in my gym, 20 yep. really good coaches who were just personal trainers. Uh, they weren't Aye. business owners, but they were personal trainers who give the fuck about their clients. When I came in, um, you were able to do nine clients a day, mate. I, I came in and went, why is he get the busiest classes? And then you went on rent. And I went, why is he the busiest? What's going on? And I spoke to you. I found out. And I very quickly realized, and I always remember you saying to me, mate, just give a fuck about them. Just make them feel good when they leave. Never mind this this blah, blah, blah stuff and all the fancy stuff. And I actually got help for you and I got help for another boy who for my physique. And then I got to a point where it's right, okay, physique's been ticked. Yep. Uh, Mentality-wise, mindset-wise, I'm all right, but nobody's really helped me. I've just, ah, I'm yeah. just fortunate enough to be in a good place with it. And then I got the business course help, which took me past the 3K and stopped me feeling mm-hmm. stuck. So we tackle the mindset piece, mate, because... It's the biggest, biggest problem with PTs right now and coaches. You know, I, I'm, I'm guilty sometimes of making things nice and fancy because it's what I like. Aye. But, and again, like you, Chris, we, we understand that our mindset's in a good place. And I, we can't just turn around and say a PT, man up or come on, you know, no. we can be bulletproof. It's like, no, no, we need to teach it. We need to understand their brain and how it operates and what their thought process is. So we started with that, mate, because I know a lot of coaches who come to me and go, you get great results with clients. How do you do that? And I'm like, whoa, hold the bus. Yes. That doesn't mean anything. If you can't, if you actually can't wake up in the morning and not get triggered by once somebody else's Instagram post. Yep. So we tackle that first, mate, because it is the number one thing that drives people out of this industry. So true, mate. Because see, when you think about it, right, every one of the things that we know they kind of need, right? So you're talking about the systems and your thing there, and then you talk about the social media and that stuff. See all the systems in the world, all the Facebook ads in the world. See if you don't get the right mindset, none of that will work anyway. Because you won't wake up and change your ads when they're struggling a wee bit. You won't change the copy, change the text. You can't be asked opening it up. You can't be asked getting back to your leads because leads are flooding. So if you don't get the mindset for that system, you fucking just collapse. So that's why that's why it's important, mate. And like you said, nobody taught mindset back then, did they? Me yeah. and you just were fortunate enough, probably through life experiences, old jobs and stuff like that, that We've got a sore mindset, but like you said, how do you teach that back to somebody? You kind of just be like, fucking man up, Breezy. Man up, mate. No. What the fuck does man up mean? All right, I'll wake up my bed and just go, man up, bro. Go to work and help everybody. It doesn't work like that. 
That's why yeah. that's why I joined that the, the the thing that I joined with Paul the first time. And it was about mindset training, but it was to, it was to feed it back to others, mate, because I don't have that um education of that model of the, the, the 17 levels of consciousness, all that mad stuff, mate, that I've learned. I'm like, that just makes sense now, but Aye. I didn't know why it was like that. And it's, that is interesting, mate, but that's the first thing I noticed about you, the upgraded coach, mate, when you fucking, the mindset was tackled first and that was key. So, fucking going up. One of the things I was going to talk to you about, because I know for a fact this is something that affects coaches and why they don't do what their clients do for them, right? And it's money, that awkward conversation about money and no. Mm-hmm. Again, it's something one of my mentors said to me, and you you touched on it, mate, because you said, look, you can get free Facebook groups, you can get the podcast for free, but one of my mentors said to me, look, people who pay, pay attention. And it stuck to me, because I'm like, if I'm paying £1,200 a month for something, I'm going to fucking pay attention to it. Do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of coaches, mate, like, they they kind of, they don't have that growth mindset yet. They look at, like, a... However much the upgraded coach is, however much night foot business coaching is, is a, a total expense to them. When in reality, mate, the way yeah. we look at it is like, no, this is me investing because we've got the, the proof in the pudding again, bro, that the amount of money we've invested back, how much have we made quadruple that shit, mate, in the past like fucking two years based on the, the mentorship we've took? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yep. let's touch on where you think the gap is between coaches who want to watch the free stuff all the time and probably don't implement it so they clearly need something to actually taking the, the step because a lot of the clients will probably like apply they're called leads the fat loss client leads um, and then they'll ding them ghost them or they'll say I'll sign up and then they don't so where's the gap between the psychology of the fat loss clients and the, 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 the particular mentoring clients as well coaches taking up that mentorship yep mate well this is the thing and it's spot on mate about you pay, you pay attention and make no mistake about it when something's free and if you're running something free in your business, then it's not free because it's either nurturing a client or you're going to make an offer on them. Yep. You're going to give them an offer at the end of that or you should, otherwise you're wasting your time. So I've got a free Facebook group and I make this abundantly clear when people join. Look, the goal of this group is to make you enough money, get you enough clients, get some business stability so that you can afford the upgraded coach. 100%. That's it. And the same, the same is when you're offering out free seven-day challenges for your clients or your prospects. You know, the goal is to be very transparent and at the end just go, and may I use this analogy all the time from a big marketing guru, Dean Jackson, you're taking them to the observation deck. Yep. So in the Facebook group, they're getting a wee watered-down version of some of the stuff that I teach in the Upgrade Coach. Absolutely. When they do your seven-day habit challenge, they're getting a wee watered-down version of what it's like to work with you. And then that's the observation deck. The next stage is the summit. Fucking the tap of Ben Nevis. That's where they want to be. Because that's where Tracy on your 90-day program got that ridiculous transformation. That's where one of the upgraded coaches or the unrivaled coaches got incredible business growth. Yep. So we take them to the, the observation deck and we date in a way that we can optimize it in a group format that leverages our time and all the rest of it. But you're a hypocrite if you're joining these three things. And Chris, I'm not going to name names, but the amount of times I put up free webinars and free shit is the same people that join it, right? So if you're listening to that and you go, right, well, that's me, but I can't afford it. It's like, right, okay, let's talk about, let's talk just numbers here, right? And I'm going to keep it plain and simple for the benefit of sums because I'm not great with maths. <laughs> but if if the upgraded coach program was 2,000 pound, right? It's no, 
right? But say it was £2,000, and I says to you, what do you think of the cost? And you went, yeah, it's pretty pricey. And I go, right, well, what, what do you think of the cost of no investing? So if I said to you that it took, like, it's £2,000 for the upgraded coach, and in six months' time, you could add £2,000 per month to your bottom line. So we've took you from a 1K per month coach to 3K per month in yep. six months. So that's 18 extra grand. Crazy, mate. Right? So you can earn 18 extra grand. Um, it's £2,000 you're going to give me for six months. So I'll take two of that, and it's 14 grand you've earned. Right? Weird. That's the cost of invest. That's the return of investment, ROI, right? But what if I say to you, right, okay, that sounds better, right? What if I say to you then, okay, you can invest, and the cost of investment is now 18 grand? So is it costing you more not spending two grand on me? Is, is 18 grand costing you, is that worse to see than two grand? Yeah. So the same has to apply when it comes to your clients. If you're off on a three-day challenge, they need to know like so full and obvious that, look, what's the cost of investment of you not having this further accountability from this seven-day challenge? So when it comes to price, PTs freak out. Um, and... <laughs> Mate, see, see the amount, one of the biggest complaints I get for coaches is all I'm doing is getting peak prospects that are saying, How much is it? Yeah. See, since I've started doing this mentor, mate, that's all I get for PTs. How much oh, is it? It's not true, even what does the program what does the program do? So there's a big hypocritical thing here, right? You get you get coaches who don't reply to you. In fact, you know, we'll come we'll cover communication in a minute, right? Yep. But the price thing is I've just shown you unequivocally that you can either lose 18 grand by playing guesswork yourself or you can spend 12 and make 16. So straight away, we need to understand that you need to make your offer irresistible for when they go to the next level and jumping into all these free groups without implementing, without actually being prepared to go, right, what's next here? Look, I'm off of PTs just what I absorb information. Hi, fucking right. But, at the end of the day, if it comes with the application and they, they view to go to the next level, then you're not going to. Look, I'll sit here and say, and I'll even speak on Chris's behalf here, we are under the smartest people. No. We're very, very streetwise. We've spent money to get to where we're at. That's like, Probably. I don't have an epiphany. I didn't wake up one morning fucking intelligent. No. I woke up with a desire to get better every single day. So I spent money. I, I, I looked at the cost of something. I bought something that was 997. And yeah. I got, you know, figures wise, I probably went from three to five k. Wild, surprise, surprise. You know, um, so that's where I would. That's where I would say the hypocrisy comes from. Yeah. Jumping on the three stuff and then moaning about it that your clients aren't signing up, and it's like, well, what are you doing? Same thing. You can, and the yeah. clients will be able to sense that, man. It's like that's probably one of the we call it the, we call it this podcast. Are you a hypocrite, right? That's probably the biggest thing new. Mate, I think all humans do that. See, when I want to buy something, I want to know the fucking price, mate. There's nothing wrong with that. Aye. Don't moan about other people asking about the price. We all do it, mate. It's like you've got a certain value in your head of something. If I say to you, Chrissy boy, I'm going to go to Tenerife for a week. There's a wee number in my head that I'm going to be happy with when I punch the numbers into the online system and it goes, right, £1,200. I'm like, ah, brilliant. Happy with that. If it says ten grand to go to Tenerife, I'm going to be like, ah, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. I mean, because I know the rough ideas. So yeah. I think in some ways, mate, they're in their heads. They're, they're, they, they don't even understand the value or something yet. And you can show them as clear as fucking day. But then the second part of that is, mate, the belief systems and money. 
they don't believe they can go and make money. They don't believe they're in service enough, mate, that they can go and make that 18 grand that you're talking about, bro. Because we can get them mm-hmm. all the systems in the world and all the education in the world, mate. But all we're doing is extending an army to say, here's the educational tools. You've got my full backing. But if they don't implement that work, they're not going to get fucking one pound added on. Do you know no. what I mean? So there's a, there's a definite lack of belief there, mate, and that's why they don't take the jump sometimes, I think. Yeah, that's it. Oven, you've got to remember, like, all through our lives until we become coaches, business owners, we are told, which just baffles me, mate, that the whole world has to work nine to five and uh, get paid. There's a wage structure yep. for, like, you could be the head of a corporation and you, you need to work nine to five and you could be working in Asda and you work nine to five. So all of a sudden, totally different job roles, totally different job responsibilities, skill sets, levels, and you still work the same hours per day. Aye. Fucking retarded if you ask me, right? Aye. But I think with, with, that, with, with that, coupled with the fact that people play it safe and they're just quite happy to actually have a job, they come into the coaching business and they go, well, it's normally £9 minimum wage. Like, why is it? Why am I charging 25 quid? And then you go, I'll just charge 20 because that's still double minimum wage. And then it starts that spiral. So actually you've got to realize, and I think it comes over from, we talk about results a lot, but you, you've got to get to a point, mate, where if you have 10 messages from clients, not even transformations saying, I feel amazing. Yeah. Look at my jeans that are too big for me. You need to get, you need to, as a, like, as a person understand that that is your proof and your past, your right of passage to say you're worth the money. Like, what, what more proof do you need? So if I was to take you to court the new and go, right, judge, uh, this coach here doesn't believe it should be charging that amount. Okay, what's the... I'm going to either accuse him of being guilty or they're getting a free pass. Yeah. Coach, present your proof that you're a great coach. You'd be like, ah, fuck this, I'm not getting sued, man. Yeah. Here's all my proof. And all of a sudden, you'd have boxes worth of screenshots and results, and then your judge would be like, no, no, you're a great coach. And then you'd go... Oof. Yeah. So why are we waiting till why what are we waiting for? You need to understand that you're worth a price because there's proof that you're worth it. Aye, it's money belief issues again. Yeah, you know, we've all had that, mate. We've probably all had it because when I first started then the Facebook ads myself, like we working with my mentor, and he's like, "You need to put thirty pound a day on." I was like, myself, I'm not fucking doing that. That's mental. That's like you're doing the math and you're reading like that, right? Three seven. That's two hundred ten pound a, a, a week. Things like, that's 800 pound a month. I'm like, nah, that doesn't make sense. So I just sneakily put a wee tenner on it, even though he said 30. Now, this guy knows what he's doing at this point, mate. I'm like, I don't know what a fucking Facebook ad looks like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm putting a wee tenner on, and the results are just dripping in a wee bit. And then he asked me how I'm getting on. Mate, it's not working, right? Let me check your ads for you. Mate, you've only put a tenner a day on it. I was like, fuck. That's my beliefs in money again, mate. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? My beliefs in money is that I yeah. can't spend that amount of money, Dean, whether it's mentoring, whether it's Facebook ads, whatever it is to, to grow your business, mate. Um, I just didn't have that mindset. No, I'm not even going to mention the number that I spend now because it doesn't matter, but it's fucking well more than that 30 pound a day I was talking about two seconds ago. So yep. that's that belief's changed in my mindset again. But again, we're all at different levels, bro. So the people were the people are probably listening to this and they're still listening and they're they're probably triggered a wee bit, but they want to know a bit more. They're probably the ones that are going to take some action, hopefully, on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And fucking go, do you know what? These two dick kids are probably right somewhere because they've been through Aye. it. It's not like we're just telling you stuff that we've never went through. Yeah. Mate, I've been saying the same since I, I never had a product to sell people. What changed my business was I spent 997 on an eight-week business course. Yep. I sat 
between, I still had a busy one-to-one schedule. I went to Cafe Nero, I went to Costa, in my breaks, instead of just sitting in the staff room and I hammered through the modules and the trainings, I came at the other end with a business that was very different for those sitting beside me in the staff room. That's all that happened. Aye. And there was never, me as an individual was never going to let it worse than breaking even happen. Aye. Because I'm learning, absorbing content and app, applying it. So at the very least, I was breaking even Aye. Or, or getting my money back. So for me, I don't understand where the, where the, the, the loss is here. It's not like you're going to go bankrupt. But again, you're right, mate, it's belief issues. But I want to tell people that the first time, my business didn't turn around from all the transformations I got. It helped. My business turned around by actually getting a bird's eye view of my business and going, whoa, I'm just running a, I'm not running a business here. So I hope that people take any note for that. And that could be any kind of investment. Nah, you know, mate, I, I say that all the time. I say, look, if you don't want to fucking join Nitrofit, unrivaled, fucking upgraded coach, then go and, go and look at, go and trust somebody you've been watching for longer. Who, I'm, we're not here just to yes. say we're the top dogs and we're the boys, because, like, right now, I'm the fucking, I'm a white belt in jiu-jitsu class I go to, mate. I'm getting choked out nearly every morning, seven o'clock, and then when it comes to the mentor and stuff, I, we're good at it, mate, but in terms of authority-wise, we're still white belts, mate. We're getting choked out every day. But yeah, that doesn't yeah. stop us, mate. We're still driving. Yeah. We're still fucking getting educated at people who are 10 steps ahead of us so that we can make those 10 steps up quicker and teach it back to the people who yeah. are 10 steps behind us. There's levels. That's it. Oven, I came in to Pure Gym. I worked on shift. I went, who's got the busiest classes? It was you. I went and copied the classes, put my own spin on it. Yeah. And then went, right, what's the next step? Being on rent so you don't have to do classes? Okay, right, you better have a bit of a social media presence or you better be well-known in the gym. Yep. Cool, that's the next level. Up I go. Yep. Then the next level is, right, what's up from here? Is it staying there, lowering your rules and being in control of your diary? Probably. Is there a sidestep into being a gym, gym manager? Is there going online? Is there opening your own gym? So in order to get to that next level, you need to get the help required because someone's there already. That's it. It's like, it here's my arm. Grab my arm, come up to rent. But you can't, I don't think there's even an argument to, to go against that at all. No. Like, if somebody's done something that you want to do and they've done it successfully for long enough, why the fuck are you not asking them, how did you do that, mate? Yep. How did you manage to do that? What's your yep. course look like? What is the upgrade? How can the upgraded coach help me get for 3K burnt out prick to actually enjoy my business? Because now, before talk, in fact, let's talk about money, fuck it. When you were making 3K, mate, you were overworked definitely, right? You are fucking just burnt out for what you were doing. Now all of a sudden you make fucking, I'm not even going to get the numbers, but it's well over fucking 3K, mate, by far. But you're doing less work. Yeah. That's not me being a prick, day less work, blah, blah, blah. You put the grind in, mate, you put the graft in, you learned all the shit. And it's not about being lazy or that, it's we're working smart. But if you're a PT sitting in that fucking zone now, man, heavy, burnt out, can I be asked? Thinking about leaving the industry or going into the management role or anything like that, you should be stepping into the upgrade coach's world because Chris done the exact same thing. Yeah. He's got his own fucking gym. He's got a thriving online business. He's got staff members and he's got people helping him make the product, the things that he kind of does doing work better. You know what I mean? Yep. Like all the funnels and all that stuff that we kind of asked you, mate. We're getting other people to date for this. But, mate, we'll leave this on. Let's leave it on a one key fucking tip for somebody, mate. That they can just when I listen to this, like that fucking that's for me. Yeah. Mate, I think the biggest tip for me would be hone in on who you actually are watching. Yeah. So 
Yeah. If you're watching my stuff and you're like, mm, doesn't line up, then cool. You know, I'm not saying unfollow me or hide it. I'm saying move on to the next stage. And there was various mentors down south that I looked at and I even went to live events and I just went, mm, nah, still not sitting well. Like it just, I can't apply a lot of that to Glasgow and running a bit and it just doesn't fit me well with my values and what I feel is right. So then I moved on and do you know, do you know something investing money on just for the sake of it might have been a risk then because it, I might not have got much out of it because it yep. didn't match up. So we're not, we're just saying apply common sense here. Yeah. And if there's, if there's, clear cut results of people who are where you're at who have got to the next level through that particular service or package then make a move because i'm not being funny right but if you get a pen and a notepad there actually write down what you've spent on your business in the last 12 months right write it down whether you're only been doing this three months six months if you've been doing it three years even better sit down right and if you can go to your bank statements and type in you know, payments, add it up, check the biggest amounts, and I guarantee you the the money you've spent on investment and back in your business is embarrassing. Aye. And I tell you this because I got to 3K per month through hard work and showing up every day without spending a single penny in my business, a single penny. Yep. I think I got somebody who was a student cheap to do a logo for me. And then I printed it Vista print business cards at 80 quid or something like that. Classic. So what business goes three years before it's putting money back in the business? That is embarrassing. If you have a coffee shop, you know, they'll pay for staff, they'll buy a coffee machine. Yep. You can't turn around and say that you're running a successful business um, because you're earning 3K per month when you haven't put anything back in it. So write that down. I bet you'll find it's pretty embarrassing. You might have a couple of 20 pounds here or there to Fiverr or to a web designer and then look and go, right, how much have I made then? So for the last three years, if you've got up to 3K per month, um, what's that, 36K a year? You know, you're almost up at the 100K in three months, Mark. Eh, sorry, three years. Yeah. And you've not spent much back in that. Look, I'm sorry, but you won't go any further. No. You won't. Um, so it's time to make a change. It's time to reach out. And guys, I'll be absolutely blunt with you here. Investing time listening to podcasts is not enough. No. It's part of it. Absolutely part of it. But guess what? It's low-hanging fruit. It's like your clients liking your your post or jumping on a live to do a free workout. It's low-hanging fruit. It's not a big enough commitment. No. It's not getting accountability, communication, and support. You know that thing that you sell? Right. You don't have it with MDLs. So I would say you need to demand more for yourself. If you're in a gym well, you know, on your break, you get your laptop out and you look like a fucking polished turd, yeah. then I'd probably say from experience, it's better than them who are sitting in the staff room, yeah. but you need to go to the next level um, and you need to make that move. And what are you waiting for? Because you're constantly waiting and you're waiting for life to get back to normal. Guess mm -hmm. what? This is normal for the next wee while. We've, we've proved that. It's 18 months later. Yeah. So my takeaway message of them would just be make a move because the people you're listening to right now made a move and it and it massively helped us. Yep. Raise your standards, guys. That's what Chris is saying. Raise your standards. Raise your peer group because I said this to Chris earlier actually because I was going to go through to Glasgow, get a bevy and watch the football and ideally move this podcast. But that would be me going into my old peer group with my mates, they're still my mates, I'm never going to ditch them, but when I go there, I end up a wee bevy and all that, and then I feel shit for the next few days. 
Environment always trumps willpower. Simple as that. Environment always trumps willpower. Your willpower is going to expire date and it will expire. If you sit with 20 al alcoholics for six weeks, you'll become the 21st alcoholic, I promise you. It's just a fact. If you sit with a peer group of a coach like Chris and he's upgraded coaches on his live trainings, I'm just because you're here, mate, I'm just talking about you, you're going to fucking get better, mate. Because they're asking questions and they're listening and Chris is answering and then you're saying, fuck, that sounds like me. Right, Chris, you know what? I've got that same issue, but it's this and that. And then everybody's and everybody's growing at the same time and the, your peer group's bigger. You're just going to get better, mate. And that's what we've done, mate, essentially. Yep. Like we say, we're still the same. We've still got the same intelligence levels, mate. Mine's just north of like a fucking shoe. But I reached out to the right people and I know the right stuff that I need to know, mate. I don't need to know shit that I don't need to know in life. I go to yep. the people... Like, if it was you and I wanted to grow an online business, I would just go and update the coach and find out how the fuck I grow an online business. Because you're better yeah. than me. Why would I know fucking do that? Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Well, I rambled on there. So, guys, yeah. Raise your standards. Raise your peer group. That's what we're going to leave it on a day. Chrissy boy, as always, mate, it's a fucking pleasure. Um, and I went on your podcast soon, mate, and we'll do a wee back and forth again like we used to. Yeah, 100%. Cheers for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Night trips, see you soon.